Welcome, everyone. I'm Sandra Bargeman. A few years ago, I wrote and performed a solo show called The Edge of Every Day, which was an exploration of the rough edges and contradictions we all face and grapple with. The show hit a nerve, and the relevance of the topic would only grow over time more than I could have foreseen. So, here we are. Real talk with real people, sharing stories and perspectives that spark provocative invitations to leap out of what's safe. On the edge of every day. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. We are live in the hive. Thank you for joining me on this, the 35th episode of The Edge of Every Day here on talkradio.nyc. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, and for those of you who don't know me yet, I encourage you to check out my bio on talkradio.nyc, or of course, you can visit my website, sandrabargeman.com. And please tune in to any of my previous episodes with my inspiring guests. In a nutshell, this show is about celebrating triumphs, pushing boundaries, and exploring rough edges. Through conversations and shared stories with friends and colleagues, it's my hope that we can begin to understand our edges. And what I mean by edges is those places where we are fearful, those places where we are resistant to change, those places where paradoxes and contradictions live in our beliefs and in our understandings, both about ourselves and about the world around us. Those places we don't want to look. Listen, we live in turbulent times and we are coming to understand that life simply isn't black or white. It must be an embrace of both. And the more we recognize our own edges and get real about them, the more we can help others to do the same. And that, I fully believe, can help to change the world. So thanks again for tuning in. And without further ado, it is time to introduce our guest this evening. Jennifer Axe Newman is a movement coach, story producer, choreographer, photographer, and teaching artist. Jennifer is also the founder of Her Stories, which was born in response to the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic. As a woman, mother, teaching artist, and collaborator, she wanted to find ways to remain connected, creative, and inspired. Today, Jennifer's focus has become the feminine exploration of intuition, trust, and storytelling. She believes that intuitive movement has the potential to create new pathways, which can lead to personal and communal discovery and empowerment. She founded her stories to help women tell their stories of resilience. Jen has combined her 30 plus years of movement training, teaching, photography, editing, speaking, and directing to design her embodiment practice, The Power of Gesture, which helps people process their emotions. Jen's signature practice has helped women unlock emotion, which has provided breakthroughs and new perspectives about who they are and what is possible in their lives. Jen has led workshop, workshops with life coaches, retreats, her own community, 
and has produced over 100 mini documentaries representing stories of resilience. Jen's body of work is meant to educate, inspire, empower, and open our hearts and minds to what is possible. Jen's mission is to shift the mindset of humanity one story at a time. Hello and welcome, Jennifer. Wow. <laughs> Woo! That sounded so good. Right? <laughs> That's me? She's talking about me? Isn't it fun to hear that? It's just so celebratory. And I always tell wow. my guests, listen, I, the more you can send to me, the better. I Because we're not going to get into everything in an hour. We just can't. So I just like a really nice full juicy cv and you certainly have that my friend wow that was that was incredible thank you oh, what a gift a complete well speaking of gifts you are a gift and thank you thank for you. being on my show gifting us with your wisdom and your incredible work and your great spirit so thanks thank for coming you on the edge of every day thank you i love being here already <laughs> <laughs> we're celebratory here so yeah. I like to uh, tell our listeners all about how I know my guests. And um, so I met you through our mutual friend, Nicole Ansari Cox, whom I had on this show uh, previously. She's episode 23. Hello. Shout out to Nicole. Hello. She's hello. Episode 23 on the edge of every day, which you can find on talkradio.nyc website or any of the podcasts uh, platforms that you love. Um, but she said, Oh, I have somebody you're going to love her. You two are just going to love each other. I and she introduced us and we had our fabulous opening conversation. And it was truly like long lost friends. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Oh, totally. Well, I, I just talking with you, I really was brought home to me just and, and doing all the research that I love to do uh, on my guests. And of course I did on you listening to things and reading things. And I'm amazed by the intersection of our work and uh, the, the parallels in our work, using the arts in our desire to educate in our desire, desire to empower in our service to humanity and in particularly to women. And you have amassed some quite a tapestry of skills that you have combined and woven into this beautiful tapestry of your work with the power of gesture with her stories. And it's just, it's remarkable to see how you're utilizing that incredible set of skills. Mm. Thank you so much. I mean, I... I feel it. I feel very blessed. It's quite incredible to have a 51 year journey and arrive in a place, right? Just a couple of years ago with the 2020 pandemic to realize that all of the skills and all of the stories that live inside of that journey for all of those years culminate to this. Every single thing led to this moment. There's not a question in my mind. And so it's really incredible that I've been able to pair my love of movement and creating this embodiment 
um, process, the power of gesture, and combine it with my love for storytelling and empowerment and weave it all together. I mean, it, it is quite remarkable and I'm so thrilled that I'm able to do that. And I do think there's a lot of alignment between the two of us because our passions are very, very similar. Truly, and at the heart, storytelling. And you know, and of course that's yeah. what Nicole and I spoke of. And so many of my guests really boils down to this, this the power of storytelling in, in getting people engaged. And with climate change, for instance, I had climate people on, and we talked about the power of storytelling for mm -hmm. that issue. Just always the incredible power, the ancient incredible power of storytelling. And but what's interesting, and uh, something that I that I I had a woman on, and we talked about the edge of storytelling. How, and I'm really interested to hear your your take on this. So, there's two sides to storytelling to me. And I'm sure you, you, you explore this in your work. So the power of storytelling, as we understand it, the transformational power, the, 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 the bright light of storytelling and the wisdom that's shared and the understanding and the communal effort um, with storytelling, juxtaposed with the restrictive element of storytelling in that we create these stories about ourselves that aren't even true. You know, that is also a kind of storytelling that we humans do. This, mm -hmm. you know, uh, this lifelong story that I've told myself that I'm not a, I'm not uh, enough or I'm not a, a good communicator or I'm, uh, I'm not healthy or I'm needy or whatever, whatever the story is that one would tell oneself. Mm. It simply isn't true. Mm -hmm. What's your take on that? Oh, I just find this so fascinating because it's so true. I can speak from my own experience that the story that I told myself that I wasn't smart enough, that I uh, didn't have the language to communicate or contribute to conversations around the table. This, ha this was a big part of my narrative that held me back until I found movement, which is a whole other thing, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But this was a story that I created based on my life experience and the things that were said to me in certain environments. So that, so in a way, yeah, it wasn't correct, but it was what I experienced. Yes. And what my experience led me to that narrative, to that story. But then what's fascinating is then it turns out that that story is the reason I'm doing what I'm doing, right? That story is the very reason why I found the power of gesture and I'm offering an alternative to language and communication and connection as a result of my own insecurities. So it was really, it's so fascinating how it all ties together. Totally. Well, that is the quintessential edge of every day. You know, we talk about, you know, the, the restrictive story is the dark portion and the, the, the light portion is the trans, transformational storytelling and shining the light into that dark is uh, in those, that vulnerable place is often where the superpower lies. And you just, you just nailed it with the, it brought me to this work. Love That's that. exactly right. Yeah. And it, we should all be so lucky to have that. That's what 
that's what I want, right? That's my, you said, my mission is to shift the mindset of humanity one story at a time. I want not just women, I'm just focused on women right now, but the goal in my large vision is to have the world see their potential based on their life. It, like everything leads and piggybacks and dominoes to, to lead us to where our purpose. I believe that. And so if we can face it, which is very hard to do because it takes a lot of strength and courage and requires a tremendous amount of vulnerability. But if we can get there one story at a time, one woman at a time, one human at a time, we can help each other arrive to that purpose and possibly based on the journey that was before, you know? Totally. Yeah. Totally. And or find that superpower, which I love that term. I yeah. just wanted to well, throw and that the, out there. Yeah. And, the, and the, the getting to, and the, the superpower that surrounds all of that is radical acceptance. Yes. Which is a part of your work, which is a phrase right. that you use, which is a phrase that I use and that, you know, that I try to start all the work that I do and has to begin with self, as you talk about with the work that you do with, with your her story stories. It mm -hmm. has to begin with self. That's and right. It has to begin with acceptance of what is and acceptance of self. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're making me think of a quick story. Um, when I, I feature these stories sometimes when I do these virtual galleries and I remember being in one of the galleries and one of the women that was featured, her story was around sexual assault when she was, you know, 13, 14 years old. And a woman, a guest who watched her story said, thank you so much for your story because my daughter was sexually harassed last year and I honestly haven't been able to understand her, but now I do. And I actually started bawling because I realized it starts with self, then it translates to others. And then it can even go a step further and that person can be affected and self-accept not just for themselves, but for their children or their siblings. Or So it's this, this the power of story really all it comes connected. back to all connected. You can accept yourself, you're much more accepting of others. That's right. And the more we can accept our edges, the more we're accepting of edges in others. I think it's time for a break now on that note. So when we come back with the glorious Jennifer Axe Newman, we are going to dive into her stories, how she created this, what her vision is, when we come back on the edge of every day. Stay tuned. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Jennifer Axe Newman. Every woman deserves the opportunity to have her story told, her voice shared, and her journey celebrated. So let's dive into her stories. So um, you're working, and let's begin with, um, well, I'll let you tell it, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I I know the story now because I've heard it and read it, Um, but uh, let's dive in. This all started, the pandemic hits, and your world, what you were doing at the time, which you're going to share with our our wonderful listeners, was turned upside down, and something Mm -hmm. was born. Mm. Yeah, I have like chills going over and into my head, the whole thing. Um, Yeah, I was, prior to the pandemic, I was working with um, New York City Public Schools, primarily inner city public schools, um, teaching and empowering children through the arts. And it was an incredible 17 year journey. I still dabble with it a little bit. Um, And when the pandemic hit, all of the schools were shut down. I couldn't touch and feel and experience and educate uh, for these children in the way that I was. Um, Yet I was left with deep, deep creative desire to create continually um desire to empower and and yeah and i just was like there's there's this burning desire now i do have a background in editing and photography and all of that and i love storytelling so i decided to shift my demographic to women and work with women online virtually to listen to their stories and with the intention that I was going to do something artistically with these expressions. So what came naturally was just I would have a conversation with a woman and then I would take her through this embodiment experience, this power of gesture that has just been always a part of my life. I just named it, right? I just named it the power of gesture. And this became the center of all of my work. And so these stories 
close to, I think now it's about a hundred of them were born. And these stories are a combination of the spoken word, music, additional clips that we, um, that are inspired by the work that we do together. And these stories are short, they're three to five minutes. But what I realized was happening was that these women were be, were being given a chance to look at themselves, like look in the mirror and say, I mean, I don't know that I can curse on this um, yes, podcast, but it. I was going to say, I'm here. fucking beautiful. I'm fucking amazing. Like I am, yes, I've been through this or that, but I have arrived and I'm telling my story and I'm stepping into my vulnerability. And then with my um, way in which I edit and the music that I bring in, it creates this piece of art. And so what I've been so drawn to about this work and so happy to be able to provide is not only give a women not only give women a platform to share their stories but to create a piece of art out of it which is the key word that i always say which is celebrate let's celebrate because the stories when i really did a deep dive and analyzed them at the beginning of the year they're really all about resilience it's all about a woman and what she's overcome the lessons she has learned and where she is now and it's quite unbelievable because we can tend to live in the darkness, live in the trauma, live in the adversity, live in the pain, right? But then if we can uncover that through which I am doing, the power of gesture, we uncover, we find the light and we move the emotions in a different way inside of ourselves because they never go away. But then you know, lift it up with the arts um, in this artistic way. It's just, it's been an incredible, incredible journey. And the stories are all, obviously, everyone has their own story to tell. So it's whether it's cancer uh, survivors, you know, actually, I'm just gonna say real quick that, because it just reminds me, this beautiful woman I did a story for, she was a cancer survivor. And she said, I don't want this story. That's why I'm going back to kind of say it again, rephrase it. She said, I don't want this story to be about surviving cancer. I want this story to be a survival story. Triumph. Triumph. We all have survived something. Many of us have survived the pandemic. There could be a story about that, you know. So anyhow, I'm not sure if I went off on a tangent. I just get so uh, passionate about the work. So it's a beautiful, beautiful. The glory of these conversations, we don't have, yeah. We we can go off on tangents all we want. (laughs) Yippee, skippy. Well, there's a few things I want to touch on. Yeah, um, yeah. The the power of the voice uh, of finding, you know, and that's a theme that I'm finding. To everyone and their brother that I'm, or their sister that I'm talking with, particularly women, are the pandemic was this global call forward to finding a bigger voice. I swear, with all the women that I've spoken with, particularly women of a of a certain age, there was a call forward to step more forward in sharing our voice, AKA our truth, AKA choosing to be seen and to help others to feel that they too are being seen. Mm-hmm. So that's one, one thing that I hear in there. The other thing that I wanna comment on and ask about is the, the kinesthetic knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, with, and we're gonna get more into power of gesture um, probably in the third section, but, but the storytelling quality and the innate understanding of 
the wisdom of the body mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, that you're so in touch with and you're you're utilizing in all of your you know the power of video the power of the spoken word the power the storytelling qualities of the mm -hmm. kinesthetic yeah understanding I think we all have that. In fact, I know that we all have yeah, that totally. possibility. It's just about presentation coaching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just all about trusting ourselves to go to a place that might be slightly unfamiliar. You know, at the core of it, though, it's just another tool. It's another tool. It's another way in which you can communicate. And it's something that I desperately needed. And I found it because I needed it. And so um, the, the kinetic understanding came to me much later in life um, because I that all that doubt and shame and, and that narrative we spoke about, I had to understand why. Why do I feel this way when I actually can remember every single step someone teaches me in choreography? Why can I remember every single lyric to every single song that I love? Why can I uh, learn my A, B, C, D, E, F, G? Why can I learn that when I sing it? It was all because I was a kinesthetic learner and I had kinesthetic intelligence, but no one really shared that with me when I was younger. No one shared that as an option. So I just continued to doubt and shame myself. But later when I did the research and realized, oh, there's multiple forms of intelligence. There are multiple ways in which we can learn and express ourselves. So kinesthetic learning, it, it is that reason that this whole power of gesture was born from me because I needed that. I needed to find another way to really express myself and feel grounded and centered in the world that I lived in, you know. It's so powerful that you're able to provide that for young people and even for older people to, you know, because growing up and in the school system you know they have their rigid little way of doing things and there's no, right. we're not working outside of that there's no um excuse me what's the best way that you learn that's right what, how do you learn um and yeah. you know and it's only now in the collective consciousness about this much you would think that it would be more in the school systems but that's not really the case so how incredible that you can provide the young people in the school system that understanding and that way of feeling confident that you would have craved you were able to connect to it and give it to other people yeah thank beautiful, you beautiful work okay so talk talk us through this process how oh, do you work with the women that yeah. come to you to create these incredible mini docudramas oh <laughs> i love it um okay so how do I work with women? Well, the first thing is it just starts in a conversation. And that's really the most important thing that the women know that it's a conversation and it's not an interview at all, you know? And I, the, because the way in which I edit, um, I think it really resonates um, because they're, the women are so raw. It's so real. It's not planned. There's no questions in advance. We just move through whatever organically and authentically comes up for both of us. Um, but anyhow, so we arrive on Zoom. I've done a few stories in person, but the bulk of the work is on Zoom. And so we meet in the Zoom space like this, and then we start talking and she really shares her story with me. And I'll just ask questions based on what she's saying. I think you wanna say something.
I don't. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Um, okay. So that, com- that conversation just sort of unfolds and unravels. And then what happens in the last bit of the conversation is I will reflect back certain um, chapters, certain moments that really stuck out. And what then we'll do together is define the emotional journey. You know, what was that chapter? If we could pull out one emotion or two, what was that? Okay, that was shame. Okay, that one was like, you know, darkness. Oh, this one was empowerment. This one was freedom, whatever those are. So those become the pillars of her story as a movement artist, coach, teacher, um, and just as a woman, I think we all kind of intuitively know that when we have emotion, then we can create a movement. Uh, You know, motion comes from emotion. So we create these emotional pillars to inspire the gesture that's created to represent that moment in her life. And so then I'll take her through those gestures that she created and we'll put music on and I'll really have her, you know, I'll kind of guide her through them. Cause sometimes, you know, women remember and they don't, they need the prompts, you know, so I'll kind of guide them through that, but it's their story. They're just telling it without words. So there's music involved and it's, it's really like a moving meditation around her story and it is so 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 beautiful and so much comes up because of it that is really our first session together and that session i take and i edit down to about five minutes so i take an hour hour and 15 minute conversation and i bring it down to about five minutes in between before we meet the next time she creates some additional video clips that that are inspired by those gestures and those emotions that were identified in our first conversation and so i'll get some additional clips from her i'll edit those in layer them in and then i'll meet with her a second time so the second time we meet i'm sorry if you keep hearing that's my dog scratching at my door can i i want to like open the door you're excited about i know i want to open the door but i don't want to leave the camera because you know but um anyway so uh, between the first and second, she'll send me additional clips. So we'll meet a second time and I'll share with her where I'm at in the editing process. And that's when we just talk about, and you know, she gives me feedback, what she likes, what she doesn't like, that kind of thing. Then I edit more and then we meet a last time where I share her story and we talk and we celebrate and title it and do all of the beautiful things around the celebration of her story. Oh, totally. And I have to say, we're going to need to go to break. Here. Yeah. We're going to be able to open the door for your glorious doggy. But what, what strikes me about this work is it feels very ceremonial, very yeah. ritualistic. And that's what I want to start off with at the top of the next section. When we come back after our commercial break with Jennifer Axe Newman, stay tuned on the edge of every day. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. 
Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Chipping around, kick my brain to the ground. These are the days it never So I, um, before we uh, jumped into commercial break, I had said, um, it feels like ritual. It feels like ceremony. You're creating the ceremony. This great, you set the intention, you facilitate and hold sacred space, and you take people on this journey, you take your clients on this journey, you go on that journey with them, then you bring them out, and there's this... They're not the same after doing this process. There is a transformation. And I suspect for both of you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, you, you really nailed it. And I love that framing of, um, you know, ritual and, you know, ceremonial. I just, I think that's, that really honors the woman that's why I love it so much, the ceremonial piece, really, because I, I just so deeply believe that we all deserve that. We deserve to be heard in this way. Like I, I, a friend of mine said to me, you care, what did she say? You hold everyone's story so close to your heart. And that's why you're right. It is transformative for me too, because, um, I really am in there like a thousand percent. And so, and I, I, that is my thing. That is what I love to do. And I think that's, I think women do feel that. And so then they go there, they really go there. And so they do, they do. And I'm, I'm so grateful because I feel like a student of them the entire time. I feel like I'm learning the entire time, but back to just the ceremonial piece, I just feel like we all deserve that. You know, we all, and it's, it is so beautiful to watch the transformation because a lot of times what happens is women, I work with women that have written books that have done podcasts that have spoken on stages, but they'll say to me, I've never told my story this way. 
I have heard that almost every day. You know, I've never told my story this way because it is an embodiment version without words after they tell their story with words. Yeah. We do the embodiment piece. What are you going to say? No, no, no. I'm just getting the embodiment piece that's so yeah. quintessential to this work and so, yeah. and so profound because yeah. the body speak is so wise. It tells the story beautifully. Yes, exactly. And then what happens is when we embody the emotion, the obvious emotions, let's just say, oh, I'm, you know, someone said I've had so much trauma and they go through their trauma and they tell me their story and they think that's where it's going to begin and end. But what really happens is when that trauma is embodied and really named, when I take them through the process and then there's music, which is completely transformative always, right? <laughs> the power of music, we could have a whole conversation about that. Then something shifts and it's like, it becomes lighter. It becomes something different. It's always gonna be there. We're never gonna get rid of those things. It's about how can we develop a new relationship with them or how can well, we look at it differently? That is the central edge of every day. Yes. We are, no, we are always both of those. Right. We and that's are. radical acceptance, by the Amen. way. Exactly. That's radical acceptance. That's when you can identify, rename, rediscover, and redefine, you know, and reconnect in a new way. Yeah. Then you begin to accept it. Oh, that's not so bad. That's not so dark. And I'm not minimizing because oh, there no, are I definitely know. things inside of us with experiences that we've had that that will always remain yeah, but a sense of forgiveness right right sense of exactly forgiveness and right you know this is where i was at the time and and right and, and i'm okay yeah i can move beyond so yes. tell me you mentioned some of the women that come to you who who how are these beautiful documentaries short documentaries they're what three to six minutes yeah um, how, how do women use these? Why are they motivated to come to see you and to do this work? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different ways in which women use them. Um, some women use them as a legacy piece, right? Oh. For their life. So I'm going to give a quick example. I worked with a woman who was going through a pretty traumatic divorce. Her daughter is three. So there's no way her daughter would ever understand her experience and what she's going through. So she wanted to capture it so that when her daughter is 15, 20, 30, she can really look back and say, wow, okay, I understand what my mother, A, looked like, you know, because we all shift and change, like to capture your beauty um, internally, externally in this expression. So she was so grateful to have this piece for her daughter and for generations to come. Like she said that to me, she said, this is a generational piece that not only my daughter, but her children and her children's children will always have. Wow. Unbelievable. That's so fantastic. Yeah. So there's that. And then there's, you know, part of the process of just healing you know, healing our stories to be able to create something like this and then look at it and say, ah, oh, I've healed or I've come so far, you know, to have that transformative experience. So it's all about the, like the healing and the celebration. Um, so that's personal. Right. And, you know, some people do that. And then some women I have found um, do the story for branding, you know, how I, I like to position it is that this isn't some, you know, 
marketing piece that you typically get. This is more like, let me invite my community into my world so that they understand why I'm doing what I'm doing and what led me here, you know, to give their audience. Yeah, go ahead. More depth filled understanding of why that is. Exactly. So there's that. And then the other piece is um, I do a lot of workshops with multiple women. And so sometimes um, women come together. I've done this a few times where they're celebrating a friend. They're honoring a friend in some way, whether it's a, you know, a birthday or like a bride or something like that. And they want to, but capture her in a deep way. Like, so the prompts and the story that I edit from the workshop, which is all the power of gesture, by the way, um, is all about this woman and celebrating her. So that's what the story becomes. Um, so that's really beautiful. Truly, truly. I can well, keep going because there's oh, a yeah, few yeah, others but, too. But, but I, wanna then, get, okay. I also want to get to, I know an hour goes by like that. I know. Um, I'll, I'll just say this last one. Gesture. Okay. Oh yeah. So I'll just say this last one. So then I've had life coaches hire me to come in to do a workshop for their community to really celebrate where they've arrived. And these life coaches have given it as a gift to these women to say, you've done this six month, nine month journey around grief or around love or around next chapter of my life as a midlife woman or whatever it is. And so we do the workshop with the power of gesture and I take that and I edit it all and, and then gift them that story. Or I was hired to give the gift, you know, to the, so there's a lot of ways in which people use it. It's really amazing. I can imagine this is for, for grief and our, our woefully inadequate understanding of grief in our society and our culture and how to process it. I can imagine that this work is absolutely unbelievable around, yeah. around grief I, I, in particular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. There, I was just reminded of a story I did with a family. I think there were like 16 people. We had cousins, the, the siblings, the husband, the nieces and nephews, right? And it was all around the, the mother, the matriarch who passed away a year prior. And they wanted to honor her and create a story about her life. So I took them all, men, women, children, adults, through the power of gesture based on this woman's life story and create a story for them. It was, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. How beautiful. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So talk to us, um, power of gesture. It's what you do. It's so much, it's a part of all your work about part of who you are. Um, just expand a little bit on that and the workshops that you've created. Yeah. So the power of gesture, like I had said, really was born out of my own life experience. And, um, when I found movement, I really found my language and I found my center and I just found my confidence. And, um, then as I evolved more, cause I danced and then I taught and I was a movement coach and all of these things. And then when, truly when the pandemic hit on Zoom, it was from my artistic brain, I started seeing these beautiful hand gestures in this little square. And I was like, oh my God, that's gorgeous and so expressive. And so I really got into all of these hand, taking up the frame. So it really was like my artist part of my brain at work. 
And then I was like, these gestures are so communicative and so profound and I can really feel what's happening. So it was just like immediate. And so um, the power of gesture sits at the core center of all the stories of all of the one-on-one coaching that I do and all of the workshops. And so the workshops are quite beautiful. I shared what I do with one-on-one and it, with the stories, right? Mm-hmm. And some women don't do the stories and I just do one-on-one coaching weekly, bi-weekly with the power of gesture and they don't want the story. That doesn't happen all the time. Most people go to the story eventually, but, but some don't, which is completely fine as well. Um, but the workshops are so beautiful because what happens is, <laughs> I love this work, because what happens is we're in a in the Zoom room together. We're embodying whatever the prompt is that I'm shaping the conversation and the story around, right? Whether it's grief or whether it's what's going to bring you forward into that next phase of your life or what holds you back, whatever the prompt is. And we embody it with gesture. And what happens is you're not only doing your own gesture. Everyone creates a gesture and we learn all of, we learn everybody's gesture and we create a movement story, like a collective story with our gestures. So we're like listening to others with our bodies, embodying their emotions and our emotions are being honored as well. So it's, it's an unbelievable an unbelievable opportunity to connect in community in, in a it's really extraordinary building, way. Extraordinary. Absolutely. Community building, totally. Extraordinary. Well, this yeah. is a perfect place for us to take a break and a wonderful thing, that, uh, thread that I want to pick up. The, the, the call to community that we have also all heard more deeply during COVID. And as we come out of COVID, coming together in community in new organic ways. And this is an extraordinary way to do it. So we'll pick up that thread when we come back with Jennifer Axe Newman on the edge of every day. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Calling all pet lovers... Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. 
So community building and your virtual galleries. Tell us about those. And then I have a poignant question for you. Whoa. Okay, I'm excited. Um, virtual galleries. Okay, so I started feeling like with the permission of these women, I was just so deeply um, moved. And I felt almost like, okay, I need more people to see and feel these stories than just me. You know, this these are so inspiring and I'm being elated and transformed in every way. The world needs to see these too. So I started creating these virtual galleries where I would feature three women at a time. So, and again, their stories aren't long, three to six minutes. And I love music, so I'd always hire a live musician to play. And um, and the event space is the Zoom room, and I'd have three gallery rooms. But everyone would come into the same space initially. I would tell them how the event was going to play out. There would be live music welcoming them. And then we move them into the different rooms. So there'd be three rooms, and the woman was that would be there with a facilitator who plays her story. And so it's a way to break up the crowd. If there's a hundred people, it makes it a lot smaller so that they can have an intimate conversation with a woman about her story and what made her do this and how does she feel and the things she learned and however that would go. Then I'd bring everybody back and we'd have a little more music and a conversation as, as a collective. And they were beautiful and I still do them. I just haven't done, I've been doing them every three months. So the next one I'll probably do is in September. Um, unbelievable way to share these women to give them yet another platform and vo an opportunity to share their voice and inspire other like-minded individuals. You know, again, shifting the mindset of humanity one story at a time. So bringing others into their experience and to witness them, they became transformed and and more self-accepting based on those women's stories. Yeah. And, 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 and it's exponential, you know, the more willing you are to be seen, the more you, you will be seen. Yeah. Just keeps going out and going out and you're inspiring other people to share their truth, AKA their voice. So I think it's a poignant question, but, um, but it, you may not. What is an unexpected poignant learning that you've received out of doing this work? Something that you didn't expect or surprised you, that you learned about yourself, or you learned about, that you just learned in general from doing this work? Yeah, I think I, 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 I don't think, I know, I mean, I could cry. Let's just not cry. Um, these women really held a mirror up to me. They taught me about, woo, my strength and listening to my voice. Yes. Yeah. They, there's no doubt they were all teachers for me for sure, and have been and continue to be. And on my website, I actually put my story, I did my story. Um, my niece, I taught her, she's beautifully intuitive and incredible woman, and I taught her my process, the power of gesture, and she did it for me. And I cried the entire time, because that's what happens wow. when I talk about my story. And so then I created mine. But I said on my website, I want to thank all the women that 
helped me step into my vulnerability and my strength and my voice. Um, no doubt they've all taught me. Yeah. Our vulnerability mm -hmm. is our biggest strength. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So what's your leading edge, Jennifer? What's up next for you? Um, okay. So what I've started to do, which is really exciting for me is to offer complimentary sessions 30 minutes every single week because i want more women to experience the work and then we can go from there if they like it then we can do our one-on-ones we can do our workshops we can do our stories whatever it is that comes to them but i want as many women to experience this work so i do complimentary each week tomorrow is it tomorrow no it's Wednesday morning is my next one. And then I'm also doing my full workshop, which is 60 minutes and it's $25. It's not, you know, it's not like this outrageous amount either, but um, I do those weekly too. So those are the standing weekly and it's beautiful to do my workshop in the evening with women that come together. I mean, it's all, they come from all over. So to bring community together and what's been so exciting for me is that whenever I have, whether it's the full 60 minute or the offering of 30 minutes, um, and that one always takes place in the morning, these women come together and they're like, oh my gosh, by the end they love each other <laughs> because they've shared and connected in a yes. very unique way. So I'm building community in that way, which is really so extraordinary and beautiful. So I do those and um, those are the two things that are consistent. Then my virtual gallery will come eventually in the fall. I'm gonna do one in the fall for sure. Um, and I always, always have my story. I'm always doing stories, producing stories. I'm always doing coaching. So, you know, if ever anyone wants to reach out to me, they just reach out to me and we go from there. But those are the two things I do each week. Amazing. Amazing. Ultimately, is there a vision that you have of this that you, you know, that you haven't alluded to? Um, uh, do you have a vision of this doing of growing into something else? Um, I don't know if it's something else. I just think it's going to expand, you know, the vision I have, I, you know, it's a big vision to shift the mindset of humanity one story at a time. It is, that's indeed. what I want, but that's what I want to do. So I want to reach as many women as possible. So one of the things that I really want to start doing, which I'm actually doing a bit of, and I'm very excited is to travel and go yes. to the retreats and meet the women in person and hold these workshops in person, live, um, so that we can really feel that energy. Now, that is phenomenal in and of itself, but the virtual piece is never gonna go away because I'm doing, like, I'm doing a retreat for this woman and her community in Saudi Arabia. I'm not traveling there, but virtually. You have 20 women. Oh, glorious. This glorious. Is, this, is, this is the silver lining. One of the yeah. silver linings of COVID is yes. our, our reimagining what's possible with, That's right. with online and virtual and Zoom. Exactly. So just expansion yes, is really expansion. my- and I, and, I, and I, gosh, I can just see women watching these on a big screen together, your beautiful, beautiful, what did I call them? Docudramas, mini docudramas. Yes, like the, do the mini docudramas you were saying. I like and that. I, yeah, I love that too. I mean, I do have to say part of my vision is that I do these virtual galleries in person. Yes. 
So I want to have a gallery space and I want to have the women there and I want to bring, I mean, I see the entire event. And if the women can't be in the actual space, then we have media screens so that they can can zoom in. in. Yeah. Glorious, glorious, glorious. All right. How do people find you? Jennifer Axe. Oh, they can go to my website, herstories.org. They can go to Instagram, herstories underscore told. I would say those are the best. I have a LinkedIn, I have a Facebook, but I think those are the best ways to um, reach out to me for sure. Cool. So what, what, what last tidbit, last nugget of wisdom can you share with our audience? You know, you said something, this isn't really my wisdom, but it's just something that I gravitate to. And I don't know, I think at the earlier in this conversation, you had mentioned something about someone that really made an impact on me. Maybe this was prior to the recording, but the wisdom that I pull from a lot is Maya Angelou and her quote, when she says, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And that I really love that quote because I just think whatever we do in our life, and I happen to be doing this, um, women feel how passionate I am about it. And I think that's why they trust me. And then we go on this journey together. But it it doesn't just apply to this. I think whatever we do in our life, we need to just, or we hope to love it because then other people will feel that love and then you will make impact because if we're happy, right? If our souls are happy and, and speaking our truth, I think we make a greater impact. Ripple out and ripple out. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, your talent, and your beauty with us this evening on the edge of every day, Jennifer Axe Newman. I love it when you say that. It's It's been beautiful. And I want to thank Thank all of our listeners for spending this hour with us. Remember this, you are always on the edge of the miraculous. Till next week, be well. This is our last dance. This is our last dance. This is our Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. 
you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. all pet lovers pet avengers assemble on the professionals and animal lovers show we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong it mirrors that bond between pets and their owners through this program we come together to learn educate and advocate join us live every wednesday at 2 p.m at talkradio.nyc post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 